Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast here on this Sunday morning, April 25th, 2021. Excuse me, I'm doing my podcast right now outside, so if you hear birds in the background, you're not going crazy. (laughs) Okay, so I have not uploaded the video that I've done to the Relationship Stuff 101, not the Relationship Stuff 101, excuse me, guys. Um, I've changed Relationship Stuff 101's YouTube page to the Purple Perspective. So if you're looking for Relationship Stuff 101 YouTube page, it's been changed to the Purple Perspective. If you're already following Relationship Stuff 101, you're already aware about this change. So what is this podcast about and what perspective am am I given? in that video towards what conversation or towards what entity if you want to say that am I bringing the conversation to okay I'm about to go through my screen I I was looking up uh, housewives of the modern day compared to housewives of yesterday in 1950 What brought me to this was an article that my wife sent me. Um, And the article, I'm pulling it up as I'm talking to you, talking to you guys. The article's title was very interesting because it got me to thinking. It says, tips to look after your husband. So we're going to, I'm going to go Google that now. Tips to look after your husband. Because the words are kind of blurry on okay, here I go. 1950 is 10 tips to look at your hut to look after your husband. I'm gonna pull this, this uh, image up because I want to be able to see what it says. Okay, so we're gonna break it down. Now, I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read these tips and then I'm going to try to compare it to what I think a modern woman wouldn't find cool or what a modern woman would probably not agree with based on the research that I've done and based on conversations that I've covered and based on conversations that I've had in the past and conversations I've had recently does does any of these things meet with what a woman would do today as a housewife? Now, what we also have to understand is that nowhere, nowhere in the public, or I don't well, there's probably places you can go to find a book that tells you how to be a wife. Now, there probably are books out there um, that'll tell you that. As I'm, as I'm saying that, switch over to uh, to Google again I'm in Google right now guys as I'm talking to you okay how to be a better wife there is a book out there hold on for a minute Okay, there is a book out there 
I want to give the person some credit. There's a book out there written by Michelle Odette. I think I believe I'm saying that right. A-U-D-E-T. You guys check check her out. Um, you can actually, if you have Kindle Unlimited, you can actually read the book for free. But this book says marriage, how to be a better wife, the ultimate guide to mastering marriage for women. Now, because women are the topic of this discussion, we're going to leave it at that and not say, hey, but, uh, what about how to be a better husband? What about uh, how, how husbands should be um, treated and blah, blah, blah. Guys, we'll, guys, as a gentleman, we're going to save that for another conversation. The focus of this is for women because in a lot of communities, women and little girls are not taught how to be wives. They're just told what wives would usually do based on experiences, their aunts, their grandmothers, or other women in their family might have had with marriage. But there is no book, like there's no doctrination or like the Bible. There's no Bible of marriage that's been dated for centuries to help you understand. So what the best thing I saw when I got this post from 1950 is something that's doctrinated. Something that's like what women did back in the day that may have been changed over time that may help a woman today find a better way of bringing some type of how you want to say not peace and tranquility to her marriage but some different type of understandings to the marriage that she may not have understood herself like a lot of women today probably in from like 20 to 28 a lot of them women are not experiencing big mama because big many of the big mamas they're either passed on or or many of those big mamas, they've either passed on or their big, their big mamas are not in their life because they may have different dads or their father may not be in their life. His mother may be alive, but that young, that young woman does not know them or know her. So there's many different things out there why they may have not experienced someone do these things I'm about to mention. So I don't want to take too much. I'm going to go ahead and get right into it. We're going to break them down once again. To what sounds crazy to a modern woman to what women did in the 50s. Or if it doesn't sound crazy to you, or it may be something you want to do or something you want to try in your marriage. Hey, have at it. Have dinner ready. Plan ahead even the night before to have a delicious meal ready for your husband. Most men are hungry when they come home. And the prospects of a good meal are what's needed. Okay, that's logical. If you're a housewife, this is, and by the way, guys, disclaimer, this is not for women who work. Like if you're a woman who works and your husband works, this is not for you. This is strictly for women who believe that the man is the provider and they're the housewife that sits home, takes care of the kids, takes care of the home and does everything for the house while the man works. This is who this is for. It's logical to plan dinner while you're at home. That is logical. Some women don't like to cook. Some women say, I don't know how to cook. And some women just downright 
are not gonna cook. The legendary words of Cardi B, I don't cook, I don't clean. But let me tell you how I got this ring. Whatever, we living in a Cardi B, we living in a Cardi B generation. So a lot of the little girls who or a lot of the young ladies who listen to her may think they don't need to cook or clean and they'll still get a ring based off how they look, social status, or any many different implications that may come into their minds to make them think they don't have to prepare a meal for a man to come home to while he's at work. So having dinner ready makes sense to a lot of modern women, but a lot of other modern women who may think they don't need to because it's just not heard of in many, many sectors, they might not. But it's smart for you to cook for your husband. If you're not doing it, cook for him now while you're listening to this podcast. If this is the evening, if this catches you in the evening, you should be cooking. <laughs> not saying that being chauvinistic, I'm saying it as it's basically as logical for you to do. Prepare yourself. Take 15 minutes to rest so that you'll be fresh refreshed when he arrives touch up your makeup put a ribbon in your hair and be fresh looking he he has just been with a lot of work weary people but a little more gay and a little more interesting his boring day may need a lift now when you say a little bit more gay what people have to understand is the word gay actually means happy I don't, whenever you hear the word being saying something different, you know, God bless you, but actually that's called homosexuality, it's not gay. We have to understand their language back in the 50s, they used the word for what it meant, not for what the word started to be understood as by the time the 60s and 70s started to roll around. The word gay started to take a different, started to take a different turn around the late 60s into the 70s. Um, but we're not going to get into that. I, I believe that's a totally different conversation I might not even get into. Now, when you hear this, touch yourself up. Ladies, you should already be touched up. You should already take care of yourself. That's just something that you learned as a little girl. Hopefully you learned it and hopefully you had a great a great a representation of a woman who took care of herself, whose hygiene was together, who made herself look beautiful every time that she got a chance now what this goes into when you hear this like i'm not going to be dressing up every time that he comes home this is what a lot of modern women might say this is not saying dress up every time he comes home basically what it's saying is when he comes through the door he wants to see something beautiful which is you smiling and greeting him with the things that you have to greet him with to change his whole mood because he may have had a terrible day. Basically, he doesn't want to have a terrible day at work and then come home and you ain't giving him nothing but a whole bunch of complaints about what he ain't do and a whole bunch of attitude about things that may be bothering you. Now, this goes into that. Now, I want to, I'm going to wait till I get to that section before I make the comment of Yes, your feelings matter. Yes, what what you're going through, it matters. But you have to understand there's a time and a place for you to present what's going on. If he just walked through the door, once you have to understand, just walking through the door, having a bad day, you don't want to address him with a, a crap load of things 
just as soon as he walked through the door. Basically, what this is saying is smile, hug him, greet him, looking as good as you can look, smelling as good as you can smell, and that would change his whole mood. His whole mood. A lot of women don't understand that certain fragrances do something to the psyche. So if you have on a certain fragrance, that would change his whole mood just by smelling something on you different. Smelling a full home-cooked meal. His whole mood would change just by you doing that. That has to be understood. We're going to move forward. Prepare the children. Take a few minutes to wash their hands. Take a few minutes to wash the children's hands and faces. Comb their hair and if necessary, change their clothes. They are a little treasure and he would like to see them playing the part. Now, I even had to cringe by hearing he would like to see them playing a part. I don't like that playing a part thing because what what that is saying to me is that y'all have to act a certain way for him. When he comes home. No. You have to be a certain way. This is reality. You understand what I'm saying? Now. A lot of women would think. Why do I have to, to take time. Out of my busy day. Out of everything I had to do. To get these kids together. Why did I have to do that? Why did I have to take all of this time. To get the kids together. And do as everything else I do. I'm not doing that. I'm not presenting these kids to him. Clean. Uh, and upright just so he's happy a lot of women would think that way what you have to understand is your children should already look like that not even worried about how your husband's gonna look at them your children should already be upkept they hair should already be combed your daughter's hair should already be done <laughs> they should already be clean if they was outside playing in the dirt or mud all day they should come in the house and be in the bathtub this is all a part of parenting not presenting your children for your husband now I understand that sounds crazy but that's what the women did back in the 50s um, now this gets a little bit more out of control when, when, you, when you hear it for a modern woman's perspective but if you was, if you have your great grandmom around or you have your grandmother around who's you know a, a baby boomer herself she would tell you it sounds crazy but back then it was our logic and we'll get a little bit more into that at the end of this Some don'ts. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Minimize all noise. At the time of his arrival, eliminate all noise of washer, dryer, or vacuum. Try to encourage the children to be quiet. Be happy to see him. Greet him with a warm smile and be glad to see him. Now, once again, your husband has came in from a very terrible day. He's feeling horrible. And the kids, the kids being loud and, you know, just being children is not something that you can control. And this is coming from someone who has studied psychology with a focus on early childhood education. Children being the way that they are as children is not something you're going to be able to control. Your impulses are off the chain and you're not going to be able to control that. Your husband should understand that. You understand? So if they are going bananas and it's hard to keep them under control, your husband should understand that they're just being children. We're going to eliminate that part because I understand that sounds bananas to a lot of modern women. 
to say, I have to consistently keep the children quiet to keep him happy. But it's not about keeping him happy. If you're going to keep your children under control, you're keeping them under control just to bring some type of solace to the house, period. Not because you're trying to keep him happy. When you look at it like that, that's what it takes away from. It takes it puts the sting in it when you say you're keeping the children happy to keep the husband happy. You want to, you want your husband to be happy after having a long, hard day. You want him to be relaxed. You want him to be comfortable. And if the children become too much of an annoyance to him, you will see it when he talks to him. You'll see it, you know, when they when they're coming to him, and he just seems a little bit, uh, you know. Out of out of character, I'm going to use that again. Once again, it's not an act. Well, he doesn't seem like he's himself today. You do want to, you know, touch the kids and say, hey, give daddy a moment. You know, he's had a hard day. You want to understand that yourself. You don't want to let his hard day give you a hard time now. And now y'all having an argument because he's having a bad day. I don't know if I made that make sense. But basically, it's the same thing as... No one wants to work eight hours or 40 hours a day or 40 hours a week and then come home to walk to a problem or to someone who's bitter and angry about just everything. No one wants to do that at all. And that's what that's touching on. But I understand the thing about dressing the kids up and presenting this as a as a um, um, some type of act sounds crazy and bananas. But when you look at it as a, in the other way as the way I tried to explain it. Your children are already supposed to be upkept. And your children, as they get too out of control, are supposed to already have some type of parental adjustment. Some don't. Don't greet him with problems and complaints. Don't complain if he's late for dinner. Count this as a minor compared with what he might have gone through that day. Okay. What we have to look at with that one is if your husband usually comes home at five o'clock and then he comes home at seven, it's saying don't complain about the fact he's came home late. Where were you? Where were you at? Why are you so late? What were you doing? You know, you now you're drilling him. We don't know what happened out there, especially back in the fifties. Now we have to understand back in the fifties there were no cell phones. There were pay phones. But if your husband was to break down on a highway back in the 50s, there was no way he can call you. So if he came in the house at 7 o'clock, you just can't think that he was over there at Mary Jane's house getting high with Mary Jane. As y'all see how I do that. You, you shouldn't think that. You should always think there might have been something wrong. That should be your first thought. Are you okay? Was there an accident? Is everything all right? Not accused. Basically, you want to show empathy. Not accusations. I understand a lot of people have been cheated on. I understand a lot of damage has been done. I understand a lot of men were no good. A lot of men presented a character that wasn't them. I understand you dealt with a lot of narcissists. But the first thought that you have when he shows up late in the house should not be that he may be having an affair. And if he is having an affair, too many times coming home late in the house... You may want to start rethinking the fact that he may be having one. One time you're late for dinner out of the week, that's something that may be an issue. But we live in modern days. We have cell phones. We have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. 
We have so many different ways you can get in contact with your wife today that those don'ts may not seem logical to you modern women. Because if he broke down somewhere, he can use a cell phone quickly and let you know what's going on immediately. And guys, if you're listening to this, let her know what's going on immediately. Don't don't go an hour without contacting your wife. If you're an hour past the time, you're already supposed to be home. And for you bozos out there, or you uh, or you losers out there who feel it's cool to go an hour because you're too busy trying to be in the bed of another woman, yeah, you cats need to get the hell out of the relationship and go kick rocks somewhere. You understand what I'm saying? So, we're going to move on past those don'ts. Make him comfortable. Have him lean back in a comfortable chair or suggest he lie down in the bedroom. Have a cool and warm drink ready for him. Arrange his pillow and offer to take off his shoes. Speak in a low, soft, soothing, pleasant voice. Allow him to relax and unwind. Now, that right there is the epitome. I, I believe I'm saying that right. Of how to cater to your husband. That's the epitome of how to cater to him. Suggest he lay down. Take a nap. Let me do this for a minute. Go go readjust. Have a moment, babe. Chill out. Let me go get you something to drink. Rub his shoulders. You may you may and you may suggest to rub his back and talk to him in a soothing voice to make sure that the day that he has does not destroy the rest of his night. Ladies, that's logical. <laughs> that's logical. If that sounds bananas to you, you need to readjust your thought process on being someone's wife. That right there is logical for the 50s and that's logical for the 20s, 20s, the 2020s, excuse me, and beyond. That's logical, ladies. I can give no more explanation than that. That's logical. If you find it illogical, salute to you. Because you're in for a long ride. I understand catering to somebody is something that a lot of modern women don't find cool because they've been done so wrong. Like I just mentioned in the last one, I understand. Excuse me, there have been a lot of dudes that came into your life and did not present something that you wanted to cater to. But ladies, if you don't work on being better and he doesn't work on being better and y'all don't do it as a team, then the whole organization is going to fall apart. Let's move on. You may have things to tell him, but the moment of his arrival is not the time. Let him talk first. Now, ladies, <laughs> I understand that's hard to do because you have so much going on in your head. Your, your mind is probably running a thousand miles an hour because you may have had a terrible day yourself. That's what I'm saying. I'm not putting your day on the back burner, but let him speak first and get out his emotions and everything he wants to say. Then you go with. 
And remember, like I said, you may want to go in after you did step the, the step of talking to him calmly, soothing him and make sure he's good. Brought him something to drink, his favorite, uh, his favorite TV show is on or you know it's a basketball game playing. You know he like a certain team. It's his team. Turn that on. Put him in a different psychological state. Then slowly drill him about your day. I, that's what I would suggest. Because I'm not saying your feelings don't matter. Women are people. I'm going to go on a record to say that. Women are people. They're not servants. They're not slaves. And we have to also understand. I'm going to go ahead and say it now. That women in the 50s did not have rights. They did not have rights. So being a housewife in the 50s was more of your job. Because you couldn't work in a lot of places. Women couldn't work back then. So being a housewife was their work. That was their job. You understand? Their husband going home and making, going to work and making the bacon. He was coming home and bringing that meal to you. So everything that you got came from him. But nowadays, modern women all work. And as many things you can do, work from home. You understand? And many different hustles that's out there for you to get into to make a little bit more change. A little bit more money. I.e. what I'm doing now on a podcast and YouTube and many different things of that nature to make you a little bit more change while you're working at home or while you're a housewife. But adding that to a schedule that you will create sounds bananas, I know, but it's many different things you can do just to make a little bit more money or make money or let the money make itself for you by doing investments. But that's another conversation. Um, Yeah. We'll, we'll move forward. I believe I made all the points. Make the evening his. Never complain if he does not make you... Never complain if he does not take you out to dinner. Instead, try to understand his world of strain and pressure. He needs to come home and relax. Never complain if he doesn't take you out to dinner. Sounds bananas. I know it. My wife has got on to me about making sure that I'm, I'm doing the same things I was doing when I was dating her. And you'll see that out on many different memes. Make sure you do the same thing you was doing when you was dating her, which means create dates, plan dates, have uh, night outs and different things like date nights and different things of that nature. Modern women want to be out. They want to be in the world. They want to do things. And still feel like they're alive. That right there just made it feel like you're dead. If you say don't, don't complain about not going out for dinner. Can you imagine how angry a lot? That's probably why a lot of great grandmothers and grandmothers are really angry because they wasn't going nowhere. They wasn't doing anything no more. They became married, and it was dull. That's what a lot of women see in marriage. It's because of the things they say you have to do. No. Right then, you don't want to start complaining about the fact he may not have taken you out last week. But you do want to include that in your conversation as he's relaxed now. Babe, how about we go somewhere or go a couple of places? And he should be suggesting that as well. But what a lot of women have to understand about men is sometimes we get so focused on our goal or the goal at hand that we get a little bit, we get a little bit out of uh, out of the normal way of being 
because we're so focused on trying to make things right for you. And a lot of times we get so focused on the goals that we forget that you are important and that we have to make sure that your feelings are put forth too while we're doing that. And that's where a lot of challenges come at when a lot of men may not take their wives out because they're so focused on their work or they're so focused on what they have to do to provide for you that they forget that they have to make you happy too. You understand? Now that's that's a different conversation for the men. That's what I'm saying. That's not for the guys. That's a different conversation for the men. And that, that's going to be what my podcast is going to be about next week. How to be a better husband. You know, but this is for the women. This is for the women's day. Trying to address this to women. So, you know, you have to go out. You need to go out. You have to go places. Yeah, the day has been boring as hell. The week has been boring as hell. You know, and the everyday, the everyday wake up and go to sleep or taking care of the kids and taking care of the house has ran its toll on me and I need some time to unwind. Take her out, fellas. Take her out to let her go, to go dance somewhere and just say, this night is yours. Let's ball out like we just met for the first time and have the time of our life. Shoot, y'all might want to get drunk and take a taxi home. Take an Uber to the club, get drunk or something, and come. You like that don't sound that don't sound too sane that we got kids. It actually don't. So it may be something sane for people who have not had kids yet. But what I'm putting is the psychology of that. You understand that moment when you getting drunk, you coming home like y'all just just met for the first day, and everything takes place like y'all just met for the first time. That's part of keeping it spicy. That's part of keeping it spicy, keeping it interesting. When y'all wake up the next morning with a headache, holding a cup of coffee and be like, we was bugging last night. That's going to be something y'all going to always remember, especially if you five years into a marriage and you do something like that. Five years into a marriage with no kids, something else may be going on uh, biologically with either the man or the woman, but that's a different conversation. Um, But yeah, at the time of your life put her put her importance in, in, uh, in front of yours sometimes don't put put her importance in front of yours sometimes and put his importance in front of yours sometimes that's basically what that's saying the goal to try and make your home a place of peace and order where your husband can renew himself in body and in spirit Okay, that's actually the last one, ladies and gentlemen. But the goal is to make your home a place of peace and order where your husband can renew himself in body and in spirit. Ladies, that's the most logical thing that you can understand in being a wife. He has to do his thing and make sure that he also brings peace and order as well heard a lot of women say if they don't see the man doing everything that he has to do to provide to provide security to provide protection to provide strength and being his being masculine as a man that doesn't make them feel secure and it doesn't make them want to do the things that I mentioned but sometimes ladies you have to understand that the men may not have been taught that 
they may not have been given the tools that they needed to give you what you want. And if they not have not been given these tools, how can they construct a great marriage for you if they have not been given the tools either? Like you have it. Everybody wants to be married, but not everybody is ready for marriage. It's a legendary thing that you hear as we start to close out. Everybody wants to be married, but not everybody is ready for marriage. The name of this podcast is going to be Tips to Look After Your Husband. Based on a 1950s concept. That's going to be the name of this podcast. I know I went a little bit past the time I usually do the podcast, but this one, this one is very important. We're going to start doing stuff like this because the relation, the, the YouTube page is going to be called The Purple Perspective. I'm going to be giving a different that understanding back to this podcast as well from what I did on those videos. And this was a good one, ladies. It was a good one. If you believe that this was a good one, share this with your friends. Let them hear it. If you know someone who might need to hear this, let her hear it. But remember, this was from the 50s. And a lot of the stuff I know you heard was bananas. Like I said, something that you wouldn't even think of doing or you wouldn't even think you need to do or you wouldn't even put into your head. Some of those things need to be done in order to keep the peace and tranquility in your household. They need to be done. No one taught you this. You can at least go out there and try to find the literature to educate yourself now to become the person that you believe your husband would love you to be and the person that you would want him to respect. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's about you respecting him, him respecting you, y'all respecting each other, y'all show those kids respect and that y'all respect each other and you move on in a respectable manner. Once again, share the podcast, follow Relationship Stuff 101 on Twitter and Instagram. Check out the Facebook page when you get the chance, uh, excuse me, the, the Relationship Stuff 101 Facebook group. Go subscribe to The Purple Perspective. I'm trying to hit a thousand subscribers over there. I'm trying to hit uh, at least a hundred monthly listeners here on the podcast and at least a thousand by the end of the year so that we can grow as a community. I want to thank y'all for listening to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast here on this Sunday morning, April 25th, 2021. I've been your host, Shahir Henderson. And I'm going to catch y'all in the next one. Peace.